Drain the Glass. This show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. This is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. Well, they would say that because they love us well, very dearly. Well, I mean, my mom loves me. You're my thing. You're my. I hope so. Mom? Right. Rick, what have you been up to, man? What can I say? Uh, beer wise, I don't know. Just not a whole lot, really. Yeah, our brewing has kind of fallen. We're, we're a little bit behind, and that's mostly yeah. my fault. Well, it's kind of both of us because, well, for me at least, September's crazy. Yeah. So. <clears throat> I've literally, like, every weekend is packed with stuff to do. I got two weddings. We should, you should only get married once. Yeah. Well, I am. I'm leaving it at one. <laughs> Why are you getting married twice this month then, man? No, I don't I got to go to my brother's wedding. Oh, that's right. That's tomorrow? The day after tomorrow? Okay. And then I got to go to one of Lindsay's friend's weddings that I didn't know I had to go to, so now I have to figure out how to get out of work for that. But anyway. Well, you can't get out of work for that. If you can't get out of work for Madeline, you can't get out of work for that. I might be able to. I don't know. I haven't tried yet. <clears throat> but uh, beer-wise, not a ton. Not I've a just ton, been, huh? you know, drinking some beer. I haven't even drank beer that much lately because I've been so busy. Yeah, I've been drinking a lot of rum. Yeah? A lot of rum. Like, it might be a problem, the amount of rum I've been drinking. <laughs> I haven't really drank any alcohol a lot. Like, I, I have a beer. Not quite every day, but I haven't even been able to have my daily beer. What? Yeah. You have something wrong, man. I you know. should see a doctor. I usually have my daily beer with dinner if I'm not working, but I... I've yeah, been... you definitely need to see a doctor. Or start having your daily beer with breakfast. What, at work? Sure. Well, I don't think they would like that. <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to do? Fire you? No, I just have to... Well, I've been working some, like, two jobs back and forth because mm. I can pick up a bunch of time at Baldwin right now, so... Oh, okay. But anyway, so I really haven't been drinking a whole well, lot sucks, of beer. Man. So It's unfortunate. I'm excited to down a couple tonight. And right. Enjoy it. Yeah, it'll be nice. Yeah. Uh, I have what, what 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 have I been up to? Oh, I went to Puerto Rico. That's a thing that happened. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, yeah. a thing. I forgot. I escaped a hurricane. <laughs> it was pretty neat. Though actually, when this like because of the way we're recording these, it's going to be a little weird. But yeah, so I was in Puerto Rico like I guess three weeks ago now. Uh, when this came out, three yeah. or four weeks ago, uh, that was a lot of fun. Really enjoyed that. My brother's down there. Hung out with him. We wandered all over the island. Uh, way to go. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> we wandered all over the island, and I saw a lot of stuff that, you know, normally touristy things wouldn't see, and it, was, uh, uh, it, was, it was fun. It looked like fun. You kept sending me snaps, and I kept working, and I was getting mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'd wake up every morning, and you'd be like... Just look, drinking some coffee in Puerto Rico with this huge ocean view. <laughs> and I'd be looking at fucking somebody's butt crack as I'm picking them up to put right? in the ambulance. Like, I'm just having a good time. Get out of here. Yeah, no, my brother lives lives Oceanside. So it yeah, was it looks amazing. wake up, pour some coffee, 
and sit and have a pina colada while drinking some coffee <laughs> and looking at the ocean. <clears throat> and then go swim in the ocean for a little bit. Go paddle boarding, maybe see a sea turtle. That's a thing that happened. It was pretty awesome. It sounds awesome. Yep. The only bummer part was the ocean ate my camera. But oh, it did. Yeah, I think I'm, I. I don't know. Well, I haven't. I haven't told the story here. So we were we were sitting uh, up on the beach in Rincon, watch, uh, which is like the surf capital of the Caribbean, and we're watching all these surfers do their thing, and it's like, oh yeah, that's badass. So I got my camera out, and I'm snapping pics and shit, and like we're just then we like we just kind of sit back. We got some, we got some Coronas, and we're just enjoying it. The waves are crashing up. They're like they're like 10, 15 feet down the beach from us. They're like ah, we got nothing to worry about. We're up here driving. It's mm-hmm. great. Rogue Wave wasn't having any of our shit. <laughs> Just whoosh. We're soaked. Hey, it took Out of nowhere. So was it your nice camera? Yeah. Oh, and now yeah. it's broke? Now it's broke. I'm trying to replace the motherboard. I already bought a new one, so... I I bought a new one the next day while in Puerto Rico. I was like, on uh, the next morning, I wake up and I'm like, ah, fuck. All right, on Amazon, looking through shit. (laughs) That's that's terrible. Well, I upgraded, and this one has a better auto, like a a continuous autofocus for video. So that's nice. Yeah. So I mean, you know, forced into a nicer camera, right? Yeah. But you're gonna try to replace the motherboard on. Yeah, yeah. Try to maybe you can sell it and get some. Right. Or we'll just have another camera around. There you go. You got that too. Yep. Because, I mean, there are times when it'd be nice to have just one more camera, you know? And, sure. But, yeah, it's, I don't know, it was a thing. Uh, beer in Puerto Rico sucks. Does it? Yeah, I had, so there's there's a couple of craft breweries on the island trying, trying real hard. But every one <laughs> I went to was closed. Oh, yeah? Like, they don't post their goddamn operating hours anywhere. They're and just like, like I whenever was, we're here. And like, we're here. I, like I was trying to shoot some on message messages on Facebook and stuff, like being like, "Hey, you know, I'm a home brewer. I have this podcast. I'd love to come in and talk to you about your beer." Just nobody was having it. <laughs> and so uh, the the only the only place I uh, then there was a there was a tap room in Rincon, uh, like one of the only dudes on the island who spoke English. It was awesome. Yeah. Like I walked in and he's like, "Hey, brother, what do you want?" And I was like. <gasps> My people! <laughs> uh, so I, I tried so I tried a uh, a blonde ale, I think, from one of the local breweries. It wasn't bad. It was... But it, it wasn't a style. Uh, yeah. So there was that. I mean, it, it was... Uh, they, they're working with what they have, and it's super hot. It's super humid. Yeah, uh, I don't think they. I like these these uh, these places are so small. I don't think they have any glycol chilling. It it tasted like a hot fermentation. Sure, just it was it was very uh, like yeasty and ah, I see. But uh, a lot of rum though. Well, rum is a good deal. Yeah, yeah. Brought back some uh, some twelve year aged rum from Don Q. Mm. It was it's real good stuff. We might have to crack that open after we're done. <clears throat> Well, I'm always down to have a little bit of rum. Right. All right. But we should probably talk about beer, huh? We should, yeah. That's kind of why we're here. I love these, like, we come back, we spend the first 10 minutes of the first episode of the recording session Mm -hmm. just, you know, talking about whatever. Mm -hmm. All right. So we are going to be tasting our Berliner Weiss. Yeah. Yes, the ESC Berliner. Just a reminder, uh, the fermento, or the, the recipe on this one was three pounds of wheat malt, Three pounds of Pilsner malt, uh, and then a quarter ounce of Hollertau at 60 minutes, giving us an OG of 1032 with a final gravity of 1008, roughly. 
coming in at about 3% ABV. So just a real crusher. Uh, we, the fermentation process on this one was interesting, to say the least. Uh, if you remember the brew process on this, uh, we, we mashed, uh, and then we put it into a bucket oh, yeah. with lactobacillus until it got down to, um, I want to say it was four on the pH scale, mm-hmm. something like that. That it was, sounds right. It was four, three, uh, yeah, uh. And then uh, we threw it into the kettle and gave it a quick boil. Or no, then, then we did the 60-minute boil. Yeah, we did a full 60-minute boil at that point. Then we uh, pitched uh, the, or then then we pitched it with German ale yeast and let it ferment out, uh, finish out there. So, mm-hmm. all right. Uh, do you have the style the style pulled up? <clears throat> I sure do. All right. Uh, you, uh, I'll start with overall impression, and then you can do aroma, and we'll kind of go from there. Um, a very pale, refreshing, low-alcohol German wheat beer with a clean lactic sourness and a very high carbonation level. A light bread dough malt flavor supports the sourness, which shouldn't seem artificial. Any bretomyces funk is restrained. All right. Aroma. A sharply sour character is dominant, dominant moderate to moderately high. Can have up to a moderately fruity character, often lemony or tart apple. The fruitiness may increase with age and light flowery character may develop. No hop aroma. The wheat may present as uncooked bread dough in fresher versions. Combined with the acidity may suggest sourdough bread. May optionally have a restrained funky bretomyces character. Definitely sour. Uh, My my nostrils are a little plugged from allergies, but I'm definitely getting sour through it. Oh, it smells sour. Um, it smells a little lemony. Yeah, lemony tart. Uh, and like definitely smells like sourdough. Yeah, yeah, it definitely has that. It is pretty fresh version, so that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, def- it's like a, like a lemony marmalade on a sourdough bread. All right. Um, <clears throat> appearance. Very pale, strong. Color clarity ranges from clear to somewhat hazy. Large, dense, white head with poor retention. Always effervescent. Yours is clearer than mine because mine is uh, still from bottom of the keg. Mine looks uh, like... Yeah. But there's still like that straw color. Yep. No, color's that. right. And um, the... Uh, the large, dense, white head with poor retention is very true because... Yeah. There is no more head on this beer. Not at all. There was a lot of head at the beginning. Yep. It goes away very quickly. Yep. So, yeah, I think that's... All right. So, so far we have aroma and appearance. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So, flavor. Clean lactic sourness dominates and can be quite strong. Some complementary doughy, bready, or grainy wheat flavor is generally noticeable. Hot bitterness is undetectable. Sourness provides the balance rather than hops. Never vinegary. A restrained citrusy, lemony, or tart apple fruitiness may be detected. Very dry finish. Balance dominated by sourness, but some malt flavors should be present. No hop flavor may optionally have a restrained funky bretomyces character. I get uh, citrus, like a citrus lemon, and that dominates. uh, And then just dough on the back end. Oh, this isn't as sour as I was expecting. Yeah, no, it's it's very restrained sourness. Yeah. 
Like it's it's it Rick palatable. More sour. Like, eh, yeah, it, it, it's actually not that bad. You didn't, yeah, you didn't, you didn't make the crazy sour face you usually make, and that's kind of what we were going with this. We we're looking for something that was more refreshing, like more of a yeah. lemonade sour than. Oh, you just described it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a lemonade sour. Yeah. You could put this on some ice, maybe a little bit of strawberry syrup in there. You could, if you wanted to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is actually, I actually like this kind of. Wow, we've made, this is new. We made a sour that Rick likes. Yeah. All right, uh, so what, what kind of flavors are you picking <clears throat> up? Um, definitely lemonade-y, lemon-ish. No hops. Um, are you getting dough on the back end, or is that just me? Hmm. Some dough, but not... It's not, like, overwhelming? No, I feel like the lemonade carries through the whole flavor. Like, it's... I like it. That's pretty good. All right. Wow. I'm kind of impressed <laughs> that you like it. Uh, definitely dry. Yeah, it's dry. Uh, I think we hit the flavor. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, the sourness definitely dominates. Because it's, I mean, it's there and it goes throughout the entire thing. And I think that's where a lot of that citrus lemon is coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I'd call it a win. Call that a win. All right. Mouthfeel. Mouthfeel. Uh, that's, that's me, isn't it? It is you. Light body. Very high carbonation. Known sensation of alcohol. Crisp, juicy acidity. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's what we got. <laughs> that's what it is. All of those are what it is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right. Our comments. Or do we, we don't need to go through this. No, we no, already no, did we all this. Yeah, we already did that. If you want the comments and stuff, just, yeah. uh. BJCP it. BJCP it or listen to the previous episode. Yeah. Style 23. Yeah. Uh, that is another, that's another nail on the head. I think so too. That's uh, a, and it's actually, I mean, I've, I've had Berliner Royces, so there's a range of sourness you can have in mm -hmm. them because I've had ones that are no go for me. Yep. But I do remember now when we were designing this, we want, I, we decided to go with a light sour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we wanted something that you'd be able to drink, that yeah. uh, and that I would be able to crush. Like, because yeah. if, if I have too many like sours, like I get this like, like it turns like my stomach <clears throat> sours on me. Well, and it's, it's like, what did you do? Why did you throw so much acid down me? Right. Go eat Tums right now, <laughs> just all of it. And then like I'm then I'm just a volcano, mm -hmm. like a school science project. Yeah, just like Wah. yeah. So no, this. This actually turned out pretty well. It tastes like kind of like tart lemonade mm -hmm. beer. Yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah. And at 3%, my, give it to the kids. Sure. It's <laughs> don't, don't actually give it to the children, please. Well, unless you're in Wisconsin like us. That's true. Then it's okay. Yeah, then Which legally really you can weird. give your kids alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But don't give other people's kids alcohol. You're going to go to jail and you're creepy. Yeah, don't do that. Oh, yeah, I did put the uh, put the wrong one on here for the Flanders. Yeah. Or not for the Flanders, but for the Belgian. white. It's 21B. 21B, okay. The specialty is under there. Yeah, that's what happens when you start doing all of the uh, notes at the same time. Yeah. Give it, all right. Oh, that's the first one on the list. 
right. So uh, what's our what's our commercial? Uh, commercial is one that's not listed, um, but it is Raging Bitch from Flying Dog, which is not listed in the commercials, but it's the only one that Divine had. So it is a Belgian style, so that works. Yeah. It's, cl- it's, it's a commercial example, but I don't know if it's the BJCP approved. Yeah, well, do we want to start pulling some of those out? And- oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's, uh, so, let's get these rocking Not and sure BJCP would approve, but we're, uh, we're going rogue. Okay, we have like 14 bottle openers now. I know here, we do, and, and I, I can't, can't find, find a one, one of them. Oh, here's one. The corkscrew one. <laughs> Where are they all? I don't know. Like, the, the studio's in just complete disarray right it now. Is. But can we try to figure out someone else to blame it on at least uh i don't think we really can damn it i think i have to take responsibility for most things all right well as long as it's not me i'll blame right you. that's fine i guess <laughs> i mean damn it all right uh yeah so this is style uh 23b or 21b 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 yeah specialty ipa specifically belgian ipa i'm kind of curious how this is going to differ from the white uh so, well right away <clears throat> color i'm just going to go through real quick like if you're like me and you're confused about how this works, it's 21B specialty IPA, but there's a subheading of Belgian IPA under specialty. Yep. That confused me for probably about what, eight minutes, which is probably about While seven While standing minute, in the liquor store? Probably about seven minutes and 30 seconds longer than it should have. Yeah. When, <laughs> while I was standing there trying to figure out... Well, and all, but also you listed the wrong number. Yes, that I I will take I will take complete ownership of that. But then I went to the table and it was like twenty one B and I was like oh, that's specialty, but this I want Belgian and it took me like way longer than it should have to figure out like oh it's it's under there it's just a different subheading. I'm just dumb. Yep, pretty much. So <clears throat> that was it's under there. Just keep looking. Just keep you're, just keep scrolling. But don't scroll too far because you'll pass it because it's in the next column over. Yeah. So just actually just look with just your eyes. Use your eyeballs. And you'll see it. Unlike I did. Yeah. If you, saw, if you see specialty IPA on your screen, you'll see specialty IPA, Belgian IPA right there. You will. Yeah. All right. Overall impression. An IPA with the fruitiness and spiciness derived from the use of Belgian yeast. The examples from Belgium tend to be lighter in color and more attenuated, similar to a triple that has been brewed with more hops. This beer has a more complex flavor profile and may be higher in alcohol than a typical IPA. All right. So we got aroma. Moderate to high hop aroma, often tropical, stone fruit, citrus, or pine-like, typical of North or typical of American or New World hop varieties. Floral and spicy aromas are also found indicating European hops. Grassy aroma due to dry hopping may be present. Gentle, grainy, sweet malt aroma with little to no caramel. Fruity esters are moderate to high and may include aromas of bananas, pears, and apples. Light clove-like phenols may be noticeable. Belgian candy sugar-like aromas are sometimes present. So this basically just includes the whole gambit of Belgian characteristics in an IPA. What's that fruit? That's a fruit in there. My nose is working against me today. Yeah, I suppose. It's a stone fruit, I think. Uh, Not plum. Peach. No, not peach. 
It's somewhere in the apricot. Yeah, it might be that. Yeah, it's apricot. It's definitely a stone fruit. So we got that. Um, mm-hmm. You got some <clears throat> clove-like. Uh, the the malt smells sweet. Yeah, I do get that. There's and some it, sweet malt. A uh, little bit of clove, fle- uh, clove-like phenols. A little bit. Not it's tasting any, ban- or not smelling any banana. No, I'm not either. But it's allowed. It is allowed. Which, you know, much to the dismay of Greg. Right. <laughs> hey, man, at least he got his clove in there. He snuck it in right under the wire. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, so, appearance. Light to light golden to amber in color. Off-white head is moderate to large in size and has good retention. Uh, clarity is fair to quite hazy in dry hopped examples. This is crystal clear. It is very clear. Uh, big, frothy, white head. Yep. Good retention. So, yeah, so far this seems like a really good example of the style. It does so the, far. And for I, the two I mean, that we've hit. I think flavor is going to be our biggest determining factor on that, but definitely it fits the style so far. So let's talk about flavor and give it the real The real college, uh, college try. try. Hey, we were going the same way. We were. Nice. Oh, no. <laughs> It, we'll just blame it on the fact that college is back in session in town. It is? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Carlos started going to school again. Well, yeah, for like the last two weeks it's been. Anyway. I haven't been in college in years, man. Well, I know. I haven't either. Since you- last year. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, well, I, it's I've like never- I was doing I was doing trivia uh, at, at Pitchfork uh, mm-hmm. end of August. And, like, it was like the last week in August. And... Uh, I didn't know what to do for a topic, so I did beer, right? I was like, I haven't done beer trivia. Let's just do beer trivia. And everyone was mad. They're like, I thought you were going to do back to school. And I was like, school started? (laughs) They're like, didn't you see all the school buses? I go to work at 10. Like, like, come home at 7. That is not opportune school bus time. school bus times. Uh, Yeah. Well, anyway. But yeah, school's back in session, so blame it on that. Um, so our flavor, that's what we're going to talk about. <clears throat> Initial flavor is moderately spicy. Are you sneezing the fuck up? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I didn't know you had muted. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Initial flavor. <laughs> sorry. Initial flavor is moderately spicy and estery associated with Belgian yeast strains. Clove-like and peppery flavors are common. Banana, pear, and apple flavors are also typical. Hot flavors are moderate to high in intensity. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. They're moderate to high in intensity and may reflect tropical stone fruit, melon, citrusy, or piney American New World varieties, or floral and spicy saucer types hop flavors. Malt flavor is light and grainy sweet, sometimes with low toasted or caramel malt flavor, but is not required. Bitterness is high and may be accentuated by yeast, spicy yeast-derived flavors. The finish is dry to medium dry, although some examples have a slight sweetness mixed in with the lingering bitterness. All right, um, I'm gonna have to rely mostly for on you for the flavor mm-hmm. here. So we're gonna put your palate. It does test. have some moderate spice in here, and then uh, some clove. All right. What I get mostly, I get uh, like a hop citrus and like a little bit of pepper. Yeah. Uh, and then some 
uh, some malty sweetness, and that's about it. I can't pick up much nuance right now. Mm. Yeah, well, that's pretty much what it is. Like, there is some stone fruit. It's subdued okay. in there. But it's it's definitely, like, uh, spice and clove and hops. Like, the citrusy hops is the big thing. Um, but there's a little bit of stone fruit from the yeast or whatever. And then... Yeah, definitely grainy sweet. It's it's pretty malty. Okay. <clears throat> um, bitterness is high. That seems right. Uh, spicy yeast drive flavors. That seems right. Medium dry finish. It, it's toward sweetness, I'd say. Oh, okay. On the finish. Um, but it says some examples have a slight sweetness mixed with the lingering bitterness. So The finish is very dry, though. It finishes dry. Well, not, not quite as dry as the Berliner, but no, like, it's it's got it's got like a medium dry finish, yeah. like it says. But there is a sweetness that lingers with the bitterness that I'm I pick up. Yeah, it definitely carries through, which isn't bad. Yeah. All right. So should we hit mouthfeel? We'll hit mouthfeel. Mouse. mouse feel. The mouse. Gotta feel that mouse up. <laughs> uh, the body is medium to light and varies due to carbonation level and adjunct use. Carbonation level is medium to high. Some higher alcohol versions may be warming, although this may not be, be readily apparent. I know words. Leave me alone. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so our comments on this bad boy. The choice of yeast strain and hop varieties is critical since many choices will horribly clash. That seems about yeah, right. Yeah, that seems about yep. right. Will you hand me the paper towels? Thanks, man. It's also I'm important going. that we do it right, because we don't want horrible clashing. No. Clashing is bad. All right. Uh, history. A relatively new style started showing up in the mid-2000s. Homebrewers and microbreweries simply substituted Belgian yeast in their American IPA recipes. Belgian breweries added more hops to their triple and pale ale recipes. <clears throat> Interesting. I wonder... Well, you hit characteristic ingredients, and then, we'll, then I'll mention that. Okay. So our characteristic ingredients... Uh, Belgian yeast strains used in making triples and golden strong ales. American examples tend to use American or New World hops, while Belgian versions tend to use European hops and only pale malt. So, I can run through style comparison, too. Oh, okay. So, it's a cross between an American IPA, Imperial IPA, with a Belgian Golden Strong Ale or Triple. This style is... This style is maybe spicier... That's exactly what it says on here. Yeah, uh, Frank <laughs> so, did a horrible job spell checking. Yeah, this. he did. So Damn we're gonna get Frank. rid of the is. This style may be spicier, stronger, drier, and more fruity than an American IPA. Our vital statistics that we're gonna be shooting for ourselves is fifty to one hundred IBUs, an SRM of five to fifteen, an OG of ten fifty eight to ten eighty. An FG of 1008 to 1016, and an ABV of 6.2 to 9.5. We've got some good ranges here. We've got a. We can kind of get in there in a bunch of different areas. Yeah. Got a lot of ranges. So, our commercial examples, which were <clears throat> unsuccessful in finding, uh, 
Brewery Vivant Triumphy? I'm going to say that's how you say that. Go for it, man. Hoblon Chauffe. Epic Brainless IPA. Green Fra... Green Flash Le Freak. Stone Cali Bellicue. And Earthel Hoppet are what we have. And Just I figured... I figured I'd be able to find some green flash or some stone yeah, somewhere. Gr- green flash yeah. has been a little scarce lately. Yeah, I guess I noticed they they don't have any at Divine. Like yeah. nothing. From well, Divine is a flash. little it, like they're right, they're they're trying to unload some old stock right now. Yeah. Before they get in some new stuff, because they they got a little overwhelmed with some bombers. Yeah. But I don't know. I thought I'd find green flash or stone. They had a lot of stone, but they didn't have the right one. Yeah. So. We ended up with Raging Bitch, which ended up fitting the style fine. So, All right. um, you want me to do stats? Yeah, let's go through some stats. IBUs fifty to one hundred. SRM five to fifteen. I just did those. Oh, you did. Never mind. Yeah, I did. I'm sorry. I was. <laughs> I. I thought you meant stats on our recipe, which oh, we no. hadn't created yet. So I was like, did he do it? No, I I thought I forgot that you kept just going. Yeah, and, no, yeah. I just I went through it all. I was were... I was looking stuff up and yeah. having ideas. I'm sorry. Right. Well, I was letting you get your. Get set up for the next right. step. Yep. So yeah, no, and I appreciate that. I just forgot. Okay, so they said this style originally started by American brewers just throwing Belgian yeast in their IPA recipes. Yep. We have a tried and true IPA recipe that hits style. That's simply substituted Belgian yeast in their American IPAs. Eh? It seems right. Right? So our... I, I mean, mean, it seems like this style's pretty wide and loose, like, includes a lot of stuff. Yep. So so, so the only thing, I don't know if Galaxy and Mosaic is going to go great with Belgian yeast. It won't. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the hot bill that we have, is just yeah. Galaxy and Mosaic and, uh, yeah. Uh, so... I'm thinking our our malt bill could say the same. Right now it's 11 pounds of two-row and half a pound of C60 sure. for color. Uh, and that puts us at an SRM of like six. That's fine. So like right on that lower side, we could we could bring it up a little bit, maybe make the make the malt a little bit more complex. Maybe add some Munich or something in there to round it out, but I don't know if it needs it. I don't think it needs it. Okay, so let me go ahead and start a new recipe here. Let's see, this is ESC Belgian IPA. Woo! It's an all grain beer. Um, I'm just going to put it under American IPA. That's essentially what it is. So, so uh, you start thinking of hops, man. Like, kind of just start throwing some stuff out loud. I was, and... Well, I was thinking, like, Sazer type, like they were saying. That We've been using like... a lot of uh, saws lately. I don't know if we want to use more saws, if we want to kind of move out. I guess we could. Um, let, why don't oh, you're doing that? Let me take a peek and see what people are doing with them. I mean, we could go pure citrus with it. Because um, this this tastes... I taste a lot of citrus in this. Yeah. 
It's good though. High ABV though. It's eight and a it half. It is. It's yeah. It's eight point three percent. That's it's good a thing we don't have one. an imperial stout uh, show to do or anything tonight. <laughs> yep. No, it's a steep one, but. <clears throat> Let me see here. Do we want to go single hop, or do we want to add a couple of different hops here? Um, and our yeast is pretty easy. That's just a Belgian ale yeast. Need me some. Oh, this is only going to put us at six percent. Is that too low? That might be. Yeah. Um. I'll I'll look it up. I have it up here. I do too. Uh, yep, that is. Yep. So I'm going to bump this up two pounds, and that puts us at seven percent, which is better. Um. So I'm I'm looking up what they use in this and they've got three hops they have warrior columbus and amarillo okay <clears throat> so those then i mean so warrior for bittering that's a solid hop yeah i like that so that's just throwing some ideas out there okay so um figure warrior at 60 uh what's our what kind of ibus we want to hit 50 to 100 We've got a good range there. Well, I throw one ounce of Warrior in there at 60 minutes. That puts us at 49 right away. Okay. Um, and then, what were the other two? Uh, Amarillo and Columbus. I do like Amarillo. Amarillo's a good hop. Why don't we use that then? All right, just do, just load it up with some Amarillo here. Figuring, uh, I want to say... Uh, 70 IBUs, I think, would be good for us. Yeah, that sounds fine. All right, me. and then... So, here's what I have for a hop bill. Let me know what you think. An ounce of Warrior at 60 minutes. Uh, an ounce of Amarillo at 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then an ounce of Amarillo at Flame Out, and that gives us 71 IBUs. Nice, and some good flavor. So, yeah. Yep. Um, and then I changed our malt bill to 13 pounds of US2 row and then an ounce of Crystal 60. Because uh, that bumps our SRM up to nine, which is going to get us a lot closer to this color. An ounce? Or a pound, sorry. A pound. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say that's a small amount, but. Yes. Allergies, so man. A pound. I'm sorry. Yeah, a pound. Yep. A pound of Crystal 60. So, yeah. So, 13 pounds of two row, uh, one pound of Crystal 60. Uh, and that's going to put us at a 9 SRM. Uh, we're going to be about 8% ABV, so we're going to be very close to this beer. <clears throat> awesome. Well, this one's good. I yeah, like no, this. it's a very good beer. It's very drinkable. And I think it's very in style, so right. I think this is fine I'm to imitate. All right, perfect. Well, cool. Yeah, that's what we'll do then. So we're not doing, like, a clone or anything. It's no, not, it's just... It's, well, the, the the weird thing is, like, at uh, when you're doing these uh, these things, what I've noticed is, whatever the com if we have a commercial example, we tend to lean more towards that during recipe creation. Right. Like we we pull out those flavors and we're like, okay, so this is what we want. Like, uh, and if we don't have that, we we get a little bit more free form with the style guidelines. Yeah. And well, and I think that's fine because the only time we do that is when our commercial example actually fits the style. Yeah. Because we've had a couple that haven't, and we try not to imitate them. 
Exactly. <clears throat> so, but I think that's fine. If you if you've got something that's a good representation of a style, and you're trying to make the style, just logically you should use it. Exactly. <laughs> it's that's yeah. There's no reason you wouldn't. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and thanks for uh, you know putting up with my allergies. I apologize. I can I'm totally so smell sorry. things. I'm so sorry. Uh, if you like to support us, head over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. Or if you can do any Amazon shopping, head over to blindnewstudios.com, click on the Amazon link at the bottom of the homepage, and do your Amazon shopping as normal. It really helps us out, and it only costs you an extra click. Uh, if you'd like to send us some beer or have any questions, comments, show ideas, or just brewing stories in general, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewstudios.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewstudios uh, or follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And guys, if you have nothing better to do with your time, and I'm sure you do, but if you just want to help us out a little bit, please, like, rate and comment on our iTunes thing. It really helps us out. It bumps us up great. the... Yeah the the list or whatever whatever podcast app you're using if there's a rating thing go ahead and rate us uh like get us to more ears yep please the more ears that we get to the more stuff we have and the more we can do yep and i love hearing like hearing from you guys uh we had another guy reach out on 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 facebook this past week and was chatting with him a little bit and no, like he said, your brewing stories. Send them in. We'll talk about them on air if you got a good brewing story. Oh, if you something. have a good brewing story, uh, brewing mishaps are always fun. Yeah, like uh, we've had a few. <laughs> Whoa, we have. Definitely we had should. A few. We should. We'll do a. We should do a brewing mishap. Uh, we uh, could do like podcast. a little bonus episode, maybe. Uh, yeah, sometime. or just like some week when we're like, whew, we just need like a breathe for uh, for for our fortieth. Uh, 40th episode of the Every Style Challenge. We'll do like a, right after that. We'll take a breather week and we'll do a. I like that. Like yeah. Mishap story. I think. Yeah, we've we've had, is, a, we've had quite a few, and we it's only like, we'll have more. So. It's only like 11 weeks away. Yeah. Well, we'll have more before that. Yeah, I know, right? But yeah. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Bye.